Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver. Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved today. I have the great pleasure of chatting with Ops Director of Fresh Perspective, Emily Leyland. Hello there, Emily. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Really good. So um, this is going to be a little bit different to the normal conversations I have because you're not in the typical change space. No. Um, but I think it's really topical. But before we get into that, for those people that don't know who you are, how have you got to sit in that seat today? What's your story? Who I am? Who am I? Who are you? So I'm Emily. Uh, one of the owners of Fresh Perspective Resourcing. I suppose my story, do you want personal? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So I, I've i had a lot of jobs, like a lot, a lot of jobs. I wanted to be a teacher, I wanted to be a radio presenter, done a lot of different things. And then went traveling, didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. And Laura, my sister and business partner, I'd spent a lot of time in recruitment and been really successful at it. She's a lot thicker skin than I am. And she was like, why don't you come do recruitment? So I was like, oh, sorry, I'll do it. I'll go into recruitment. And then I went in and I hated it. It was the most anxious <laughs> time of my life so far. It was horrendous. And then she's like, right, clearly you're failing at being an agency recruiter because I can't lie. I'm a really, really shocking liar. And I had four jobs in two years uh, and I was told to lie. Okay as a daily thing and I'm just a horrendous liar I'm really really upfront. so she's like why well, she'd moved internally so she started working for a company called Eden House Solutions which are um, a relatively decent sized business in Manchester and said why don't you come over here and then work with me on a trial basis. And we did. And then I suppose we were there for about three years, double the size of the business and more, learned that you didn't need to specialize in a particular industry and that you could work on different things. It's all about how you communicate and how you approach the market. And then I suppose we just hit a bit of a glass ceiling, really. We were told that we weren't able to progress our careers and being really ambitious, proactive people, that that was a bit like a, you know, a kick in the tick kind of thing and thought, what are we going to do? So we set up fresh. Wow. And uh, yeah, I suppose... Yeah, not, not, we've not looked back really so we've applied that sort of ver- spicy sort of variety kind of thing to fresh in the fact that we work across sectors so we don't specialise at all but we offer more of an internal approach to recruitment so we kind of go into businesses and almost become their internal team so it's a lot more individual it's a lot more about what they want yeah. as a company not just kind of filling filling vacancies, getting bums on seat, it's so much more than that. So, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So a couple of questions after that. What's it yeah. like working with your sister? Oh, I love it. Yeah. We're both absolutely off our heads. We are mental. And we do, pers- you know, personality profiles, so you've got your disc profiles and stuff like that. So Laura's DI and I'm ID, so, so similar. She can be more of a bad cop sometimes, but I suppose I can be quite aggressive. <laughs> So, but we, we complement each other well. And I'm not saying that we don't have fights and stuff. Maybe every six months are a bit of a blowout. Yeah. Uh, we've got a bit of pencil frustration that we need to get out. But ultimately, we're really open and honest and transparent about that. And 
yeah, it's not it's not an issue at all. It's really really good because I can basically tell her what I want yeah. without worrying that she might be like, oh, I don't wanna, I don't want to be him anymore, or I don't want to do this anymore because we're family. So ultimately, you can always be honest with family, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you're stuck together, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we perfect. are. We are like delayed twins. There's four years between us. I am the younger sister <laughs> for all the people who ask me this annoying question. I am four years younger. Uh, and um, the funny thing when you said that, you raised your voice a little bit just so she could hear it. Yeah, yeah I want to hear it. I tell her every day. It's so annoying. Like, is the older sister? I'm like, you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you say this? I clearly am more youthful. But yeah, it's really, really good. We are delayed twins, though. We we are like identical mind twins if uh, if you're a friends fan. Yeah. But yeah, it's class. Really, okay. really good. Why Fresh Perspective? Why, why that name? And why, why Fresh? Mm. Well, we do everything different to an agency. And I suppose agencies have got a terrible reputation. And I suppose I, I know why. There's a, there's a lot of reasons as to why. Cutthroat, lots of lies lots of bullshitters money motivated don't really operate with values ethics and morals and I suppose we do all of that we are completely and utterly different to that so it needed to be fresh it needed to be eye-catching and I suppose a name that makes people say oh hang on and the amount of people who go oh I'm looking for a fresh perspective and sort of do a play on words that's great because it'll stick in your head so ultimately our name does do us I suppose a a service really it does kind of work yeah and it doesn't make you think i know you've got the resourcing on the end of it which does make you think recruitment but the fresh perspective will give you a better kind of feeling in your subconscious rather than Leyland recruitment agency or something. I mean, I did just pull that out of my head. That sounds absolutely horrendous and hopefully there isn't that name out there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Okay, okay, perfect. So um, Fresh Perspective is what it is. And because you do, when you said you do things differently, Mm -hmm. what is it that you do different? So your typical agencies will obviously sit outside of your business. They will figure out what it is that you're looking for, but probably not delve into it that deep. They'll take a job spec off you. They'll go and find you some suitable people. They may or may not have spoken to those candidates. So they might not have sold your opportunity, your business, your values, whatever. And then they'll throw a lot of CVs and one will stick and then that's it. Now, for me, I don't understand why anyone would pay 10 grand for that because you could do, depending on what salary it is. And they uh, traditionally, you would pay based on the salary so be 20% fees on a 50 grand salary and that's what you would pay for that person so how we do it so we charge a day rate Right. so that's why it can be anything so say for example you were like I just need some help with a job spec like I know I've got a massive network out there I can easily find people but I just don't know how to write a job spec I could charge you say half a day to do that help you write a job spec and then you can throw it out to market so literally it could be that or it could be the full shebang you could be the CEO of a huge organisation you're like right we're doing terrible at recruitment we can't keep all of our staff we need a solution so we'd come in and we'd fact find and we'd sort of figure out what's going on what you're good at what you're not so good at and implement a solution that would fit with you okay. so it's really really tailored to what your needs are it's not like you've just got to be hired at that particular point and then we'll go and find your CVs so we charge differently we don't specialise and we really because of our reach on LinkedIn and social media we really get to know a company's sort of brand and we become your brand ambassadors so when you work with us like your SEO goes crazy you get loads of website views people start adding you on LinkedIn and stuff which is all really really nice advertisement and we as awful as this sentence sounds we reject everyone (laughs) which sounds horrendous but the thing that pisses candidates off is that they don't find out whether they've got well obviously they find out they've got the job but if they haven't got the job and they're no longer of use to that recruitment company they just get sacked off and they never hear they never get any feedback and how can you be better how can you improve without getting feedback so we make sure that every single person 
gets notified, even if it's just that they've applied or they're absolutely completely unsuitable, they'll still get an email saying you're no longer in the process. We can't give feedback as such in that situation, but you still know where you are up to with that application. Yeah. So it just uh, it's just treating people with respect. It's like we used to want to treat people how we want to be treated, but ultimately that's not the case. We want to treat people how they want to be treated and you only find that out by asking them questions and building a rapport and a relationship. So Yeah, love it, love yeah. it. So you said it in during your intro about you're not sector specific. Mm-hmm. Is that a conscious decision or is, it, is that just how, it, how it's happened? Yeah, I, I couldn't stand to just work in IT, for example, and fish from that same pond day in, day out. And I wouldn't expect my girls to do that either. It's... It's, well, I don't, I don't I hate doing the same thing day in, day out. I'm a very distracted, lively person. And so a need for IT. And I suppose when we did, when we worked for an IT consultancy, they don't just need IT people, they need HR, they need admin, they need CEOs, they need legal people, they need everyone because they're a really large organization. So we applied that to Fresh. And I think because we'd learned a lot about different industries and that kind of thing, we could then help our clients in that way. And so many people are like, well, you don't specialize in .NET, for example, so how can you find the developer? But even if I specialized in that, why does that develop? Why would they speak to me over someone else? They've got to like me. That is literally all we need here. That person's just got to like you. You've got to be adaptable. You've got to be a little chameleon. And you've got to get out. You've got to be really good at branding. And that's what we are. Yeah Most people know who we are because we're so good at putting ourselves out there. So when we get a requirement on we go out to the market that we've already made such a big bang in so people actually want to talk to us whereas when I was in my agency days I couldn't get people to talk to me people hated me before they'd even got on the phone because I was a recruiter in a, in a recruitment agency and they were like you're probably a bullshit you're probably a horrible person and that and that's not true and I'm not yeah. saying that recruiters out there are like that because a lot of them are not it's the people behind them telling them to be like that yeah. and so but because we don't operate like that and we literally tell people every every day they then feel safe they feel secure they feel like they can come and approach us because you're not just going to be flogging me anywhere to get a big fee so what is your secret so and the reason why I ask that is because you you are you Mm -hmm. aren't you and but if you've got to be a chameleon and you've got to represent the other company's brand how do you manage being yourself but whilst managing the uh, brand perspective oh what a good question that's a really good question so I th- I don't think I've always been authentic. And I think I, probably the last year or so, I thought, you know what? I, I I know I've got a big personality and I'm not saying that I'm going to be everyone's cup of tea at all. Not in any way, shape or form. And I don't want to be. And we've said yes to clients who, looking back now, I think, are we joking? Yeah. How? I mean, someone actually called me dizzy. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't rip the face off. But <laughs> I wanted to from inside my computer yeah. screen. And you think... That is fine if you think I'm dizzy. Just because I'm out there and I'm lively and I'm enthusiastic and that kind of thing does not mean I'm dizzy. It doesn't mean that there's nothing in between my ears. But I think that's fine that they think that. We were never going to be a match. I mean, you wouldn't open a packet of crisps in their office because you'd be scared of someone giving you grief over opening a packet of crisps. Yeah. It's not easy. He, I mean, you've walked in today. Yeah. <laughs> he was singing. Uh, he'd been approached by a dog at the door. <laughs> He's crackers, isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely nuts. And so we want to attract those kind of clients. So yeah, when you're talking about being a chameleon, but ultimately, we only work with clients who are aligned with our values, respecting, being kind, being nice people and putting out good stuff into the universe. And I suppose when we look for candidates to go and work at those places, they're still going to be aligned with us, aren't they? Because we're not going to be looking for horrible people because we're not working for horrible clients. But 
that still doesn't mean that everyone's going to like Nick. But then you've got Evie, you've got Laurie, you've got Jane, Veronica. Who all, so Jane is probably my opposite. So she's serene, she's calm, she's really organised, really structured, likes routine, which are all the things that I am not very good at. Yeah. And so, but Jane puts up, puts videos out there all the time. So you might think, God, Emily's an absolute crackpot and I don't want to speak to her, but I also love what Fresh do. So I'm going to approach Jane instead. Yeah. So you've got, you've got that variety in the people at Fresh. So you could probably still find someone who is up your street who you want to deal with. Yeah. So it really works. And that's why we work so hard on everyone having their own personality. And you've got Ronnie who's so, she's done it, like acting at uni and drama and that kind of thing. So she's really out there, but in a totally different way to me. And you've just got a real different sort of spectrum of personalities that hopefully someone will feel like one appeals to them and they can either work with them on a client or candidate perspective. Why'd you do it? <laughs> There's a lot of reasons as to why I do it. So... I uh, I used I've struggled with mental health for a long period of time and I think probably this year has been my bit the biggest shift really for me. But I've always been anxious since I was in reception at school. I don't ever, but people look at me and talk to me and think, "How are you anxious? Like I'm constantly doing crazy things. Like I wouldn't think twice about jumping out of a plane." With a parachute on, yeah. obviously not. You know, I'm not. I'm not that stupid. Yeah. Don't have a death wish. And I've worked in so many places where I've just thought I would rather have a car crash than go. And that might seem like a really extreme sentence to say, but it's honestly true. And just thinking, why am I going here? This is awful. What am I doing in my life? And I think the number one for me was to create a safe space, safe space for people to come add value, grow, develop, be authentic, be themselves and have a decent career and for us to empower them and support them on that journey. That was the number one for me. And we've got a girl, like Ronnie used to work in Starbucks. Evie was a cashier at Nationwide. Jane was working at Next. And now they're running webinars. They're doing lives. They're out there making waves and being people that they probably thought that they were never actually going to be able to do because they didn't have the platform to do that. So I think that's the number one. We want to disrupt the industry. We want to make the industry better. The industry is awful, absolutely awful, but it can be done well. It can be done right. And we are proving that it it can be that way for five women in Chorley. And we are, we've got a seriously big network now. And it's not, I'm not saying it's been easy. I'm not saying it's happened overnight. We've worked really hard to do that. Yeah. But we're proving that we can make a massive change. And I think creating this platform, like I'm a massive eco warrior. I really believe in looking after our planet, being kind to animals, all that kind of thing. And we can use this platform now that we've created to do all that sort of stuff. I just think if you add value every single day of your life, then you're definitely doing something right. Yeah. So it is, it kind of does come from an emotional perspective. Amazing. What's the dream? Oh, the dream. Yeah, sorry. I, I should have let you take a sip of your drink before oh, I ask the question. Yeah, I go for it. Bro, I can't drink it. It's going to go cold. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The dream for Fresh. So I suppose Laura's probably been more forward-facing for longer. Well, she has been more forward-facing. So if you'd have thought of Fresh a couple of years ago, you probably wouldn't have seen a lot of me. Because I was sort of beavering away with my team, developing the girls, teaching them how to recruit in our way. We don't actually bring recruiters on into our business. We tend to bring people on who have no recruitment experience so that we teach them our way. But yeah, I was kind of behind the scenes. I didn't do any videos. Wasn't really out there. And then I just kind of thought, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do what I want to do. And I love radio, love podcasts, love public speaking, love kind of going into places and I suppose teaching people, mentoring, coaching, that kind of stuff. And I thought, how am I going to enable myself to do this? So this year with lockdown as well, it's enabled me to do that. So 
me and Laura have kind of got together and thought, what do we want to do in the business? And it is more of that kind of stuff. Like we want our own radio show. We want to be out there. We want to be setting up offices in different countries. And I suppose the dream now is we're only going to have one base in the UK. And that's so we don't dilute our English brand because that is going to be the, the, the solid, that's going to be your headquarters kind of thing. Yeah. We want a big converted barn with a place for all of our animals and potentially children in the future. And um, But it's going to be big, a place where it can be, we can have parties there, we can have barbecues, but also we could run workshops and seminars and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So sort of one-stop shop. We'd love to open up overseas and um, and maybe get into Europe and then further afield. And then, yeah, for me and Laura to be really influential, I suppose, really get out there, be on stage, teaching people about how to do recruitment better. Because if we teach people how to recruit better, it's going to make business more efficient, more valuable, and it's going to make businesses run more smoothly because this is like such a drain on resources, recruitment. They spend so much money on it and then they spend loads of money on it because they work with an agent and then they just have to go and do it again because no foundations were laid. They still don't know how to recruit any better. They've just got some CVs and that's it. And it's kind of just really getting out there and educating people, but also doing loads of good stuff as well. So doing loads of charity things and... Yeah, there is there is a lot of dreams at the moment. We're going to be running our own awards thing soon, yeah. so empowering local people, and uh, that's hopefully going to be in January. So we're definitely, I think, lockdown has really helped us think about what it is that we want from Fresh and why we're doing it, rather than just keep going. Because I think that's what we we're doing for a while. Just we're very we were very much in the business rather than on it. Yeah, so we need to. Well, that's well exciting. It, it is. Well exciting. Oh my god, it's so exciting. And when you so talk about it as well, you can tell how excited yeah. you are. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, bought into those dreams and vision you are. Yeah. If you had to sum up the secret of recruitment, what is it? Oh god, the secret of recruitment. I think I know what the, what the secret isn't. <laughs> and that's how it's been doing being done. But I think listening and really figuring out what your client wants. And this is for the agencies out there as well, because ultimately I don't want to take all the jobs off the agencies out there. Because some people just don't like what we do. They don't like how we charge. Because we charge throughout the process. Yeah. We don't wait till the end. So you've got to really believe in us to work with us. And a lot of people just don't want to, and that's fine. They want to do what they've always done. And that's cool. But I think really figuring out what your client wants and then actually matching that up and stop doing things for quick wins because yeah you can be money motivated but it's like figuring out what that actually represents to you because you can be money motivated one day but it could all fall through in 12 weeks time and I think I just think we just need to inject some morals into recruitment because it just goes so much further like when you're an agent you just get your your quick wins all the time because you'll place someone and you might get 10 grand and that's great but then they're probably never going to come back to you because you might not have done it in the right way and it's ultimately surely you want repeat business and then you've got less stress at work. And yep. I just think operating with respect, with values, with morals and ethics is probably the secret really because that's what's worked for us. That's why our clients come back. Yeah. We don't, I mean, we don't, we're not really doing lots of business development at the moment because of how much stuff we put out on the brand and so much stuff comes in now. Yeah. Which is just insane. Yeah. So when you that. work for an agent, that doesn't happen. You've got to go out there and smash the phones all day. You've got your power hours, which just are pretty much all day. We don't have to do that here. Yeah. And it's not like we're not pipelining, but it's because we put the right stuff out there. You tribe and you vibe that cliche saying. Very good. No, very good. And it, it felt different when I walked in here today. So okay. I, I knocked and the, the dog came and I could, yeah. I, could hear, I could hear the singing and you, and you were recording live on YouTube or Facebook or something. Um, and I thought, this it, it feels yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. 
So what's and so and where I'm going with this is so my business we've got four values. They spell fact. It's fun, authentic, caring, and trusted. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it feels like here. It feels yeah. like a trusted environment. It feels like you care about each other, and that comes across in how you talk. You're yeah. authentic in yourselves, and and you live in a fun way. Yeah. As well, but absolutely. How how do you create that? How have you created that? What's the secret of your leadership? Mm, so many people ask us this, like, how have you created these brand ambassadors? Because we don't force our girls to put on a front and go out to market and sell fresh every day. There's no, we're not a dictatorship in any way, shape or form, but we genuinely love them. Yeah. It is a family. Me and Laura are sisters, so we are family. Yeah. And You're the youngest one, is that right? I am the youngest yeah. one, yeah. yes, well remembered, well remembered. <laughs> but yeah, we are a family, so I suppose we, when we go to recruit, we look family members and we don't, we don't say anything other. So we've had two interviews already for our role this week and we've got another one today. And we say like, we are looking for a family member. It's not nine to five. You are going to get random WhatsApp messages at midnight on a Saturday night. Uh, someone telling you what they've done or they might be drunk or something like that. And if you want a slice of that, we will empower you and we will give you what you want or what you didn't know you wanted. But we will give you that platform to be successful. And I think... We, we do expect a lot, but we give a lot and we genuinely care. We look after them. We, we respect them and support them. And I think it's so difficult to put your finger on it, but and I, I don't know. So many people ask us this and I suppose there isn't, I don't really know what the answer is, but it is different to wherever I've worked before. And I think I genuinely do love our team and I would do anything for them and I will protect them. I won't ever stop doing that. And I think I've never worked anywhere where anyone feels that about me. No. And I think that's it. I, I couldn't have said, and even if they did, they never showed me. And yeah. that's on them, isn't it? Yeah. So, Absolutely. yeah. I think my, you might have just summed up what it is. <laughs> Actually. Do you reckon? Yeah, no, I think you have. Because it's, it's, it's in you and it's in Laura, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. And how you treat everybody else. Mm. So like you said, just using the word family, that, that breeds a different type of employee. Yeah. Doesn't it? Oh my God, absolutely. And you spend a third of your life at work. And so that is occupying a third of your life. If you hate your job or you don't get on with your staff or your manager, whatever, that is a third of your life that is shit. Yeah. I would, if, if my girls felt anxious about coming on a Sunday night, I'd say leave immediately. Go, go and do other things. Because if you feel anxious about coming here, then you're in the wrong job. I mean, you might be, if, you, if you've dropped an absolute bomb at the weekend and, and you've done something terrible, I don't know, you've spent 20 grand on the business account by accident and you might feel a bit nervous about coming in and telling us on a Monday, that is fine. That's a different kind of thing. Yeah. But if you just feel anxious about getting up in the morning, that's when that's when it's not right. And the, and the, so we... Um, we tell clients that we post jobs. Well, we don't tell, we do it on a Sunday and Monday. And the reason why we post adverts on a Sunday and Monday is that that's when people are anxious. Right. It's literally, that's the science behind job ads because people are like, oh, I've got that awful feeling in my stomach. I don't want to go to work. And you think, oh, that is, I had that every day, every day at uni. I hated uni. Every single job I've ever had, I felt like that. I just say, I would never want anyone to feel the way that I did. But then, sadly, there's loads of people who do. Yeah. Which is horrendous. Yeah, I'm going to have a sip of my drink. Yeah, no, you go for it while I think of the next question. So then, <laughs> so you, you mentioned network a number of mm-hmm. times as, as being the thing that's uh, feeding your pipeline. It's also, yeah, yeah. you've got a really exciting and large network that you've grown. Yeah. Now people are finding out about Fresh and, and, and you're growing that across all social media. What's your secret there? I mean, I hate group networking. <laughs> I can't <laughs> it. Oh, B&I. I mean, Laura and Evie are members of B&I. Don't get it wrong, we do yeah. it. 
But I also, I'm not, I'm a rule breaker. You start saying to me, you've got to turn up every single day at seven o'clock and you've got to come with a specific referral and stuff like that. For me, I will roll my eyes so much that they will probably come out of my, fall out of my head. And yeah, there'll be a mess. I just, I think that group networking works and it serves a purpose, but it's not for me at all. And I think our time in lockdown has really taught us that it doesn't, you don't necessarily need to turn up to a group networking event environment every single week to be successful it's more about we we connect with new people every single day on LinkedIn mainly and on social media and stuff like that but I think it's about video it's yeah. it's not about anything else so uh, a financial advisor I knew maybe two years ago yeah. and he actually was one of the annoying people that just disappears because he didn't want to tell me they didn't want the job and we're quite good friends now actually but we've got on with him like an absolute house on fire a guy from Leeds and uh, and he was perfect for this job that I had anyway he didn't want to tell me which I can't stand I just think be up front and yeah. I was really irritated by him and I was like you're on my blacklist and then he contacted me a while ago and he's like I'm really sorry that I did that like a year and a half ago but I love what you're putting out there on LinkedIn I've been following you guys I think what you do is amazing and then we had a chat and he's like how can I be more fresh what can I do I was like I need to do a video he's like oh for good God's sake, why do I need to do a video? I don't want to. I was like, I will change everything for you. I promise you now if you do a video. So he put a, like a snapback hat on and a hoodie, which he would wear anyway. And he's done this video and his hook was really, really good. So the first line of his caption was something about who said financial advisors can't wear snapbacks and hoodies and be good or something like that. But it was a really, really good hook. I'm butchering it there. And it's got... I think it's maybe had 10,000 views. It's had about 150 likes. So finally put it on yesterday or day wow. before. And, he, and he's had people contact him from going back 15 years. And all those people were there in his network. Yeah. I've never reached out on the, any post that he's done. Yeah. And then he's got, he's like, I can't, the amount of new connections that have come in. So he's got a pipeline. He's got friends, old friends. He's got old managers, old colleagues. He's got introducers from one video one video and then he's like Christ I'm going to have to do another now aren't I yeah. like yeah you need to but what video shows people is who you are and then therefore you can express like you've got the little triangle your words body language and tone so when it's an email you've just got words and that's why things can be taken the wrong way that's why text messages are just the worst thing ever yeah. because there's so much interpretation going on from both sides so when you've got those three things body language tone and words which is what you've got in a video people will naturally gravitate towards you because they will like you and ultimately you'll want to work with people that you like yeah so it's just life-changing. And obviously, you've got to have a good caption and the video's got to be decent. You can't just be occupying one corner of it. You've got to think about your mise-en-scene and stuff like that. But ultimately, this is what's going to change. And not just from if you're a business owner, if you're a candidate looking for a job, you can still create a personal brand. You can still put yourself out there and show people who you are and market yourself as an individual. And then when you get a job, your target audience changes, doesn't it? You yeah. might be a salesperson, you might be an account manager, you might want introduction, introductions. Who knows what it is that you want? But ultimately, everyone's got a target audience. Yeah. And you just got to think, how? what do they want to see of me? How do I put that out there? And then just do it because it's been utterly life-changing for us. Amazing. It's never been better. Amazing. So there's a number of people now that are having this little green 
bar on their LinkedIn profile to say they're open available, to open, open to work. And then more and more people in the in the little bit underneath the name, it says they're available and all of that stuff. And that's going to increase over the over yeah. coming weeks and months before it gets any better. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you, what's your advice to those people that are going to be either um, coming to be out of work and need to or want to find a new job because they've got that Monday morning feeling? Yeah. Um, what, what are the three things that they should do? Okay, I'm going to be harsh now. Oh. So is that why you took a sip of your other yeah, drink? Yeah, yeah. I've always got a lot of drinks. That's yeah, a gin, is it? And, <laughs> yeah, gin and orange. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna, I am going to be harsh to candidates, and this is because candidates have got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They expect things to come to them. I put a post out on LinkedIn recently saying, "Do good things come to those who wait." Now, if it's not Guinness, I don't think that anything is anything will happen if you wait for it to happen. Yeah. Life will just pass you by. We've not had fresh and developed what we've got by waiting nothing will happen. And this is what candidates do. So they're putting this thing on their profile picture yeah. and they're like, hey, I'm available. Well, hang on. You also need to approach me as well. You need to tell us why you're good. You need to put a headline on LinkedIn. You need to work on your profile so that when a job, uh, when a hiring manager looks at your profile, like, hang on, this person looks really, really good. But if you can't be bothered to update your LinkedIn, apart from to put a picture on or some sort of filter on your profile, then why should you look any different? It's dog eat dog right now. And so there's going to be, there's a lot less jobs, which means there's a lot more candidates. So the scales are not tipping in your direction at all. And so... You've got to think, how can I make myself marketable? How can I look good yeah. to potential employers right now? And I'm going to set my, put myself in a better position to the competition that's out there. And the only way you're going to do that is by working on your personal brand. Because again, it's all the same stuff as the videos. If you're a candidate and you're looking for a certain type of job, which you should be, you shouldn't be looking for any job. Yeah. Get it if you're unemployed. Do get it. But ultimately, you need to set your, your RAS, which is a bit like, you know, when you want a new car and you set your RAS to looking for that car and you yeah. see it everywhere. That's the exact same thing. You've still got to have the ideal and market yourself based on that ideal. And I think you've got, candidates have got to start working for it and just stop expecting things to come. Because when you put expectations on things, that's how you get let down. And they get annoyed with recruiters not turning up to calls and stuff like that. But ultimately, you've got to go out there and you've got to grab life by the balls and really, really take ownership of that. And I think we look on, I look on some candidate profiles on LinkedIn, I think, oh my God, what, what is this? What are you doing? You're available for work. Yeah. You're sat there at home or you're in a job in a notice period. We're probably not going to be working at 100% utilisation, are you? So work on the stuff. Remove those pictures from social media where you're pissed up on a night out with your pants around your ankles. Work on what people can see. And unfortunately, first impressions online are all about the way that you look. Yeah. They really, really are. I don't mean you've got to be God's gift, but you've got to look good. You've got to look hireable and have a think what that means to you. And really, really work on, I suppose, those first impressions. Perfect. Perfect. No, thank you for that. So I guess. More than welcome. Um, it's uh, nearly time now. And you, Is it? And we just had an interruption. I mean, how rude. I know. It's, so it's sorry. Right. You're, you're, a, you're a busy girl. You've got an interview coming up. Um, where can people find out more about you and Fresh? So I think. For us, I mean, the main place that we are is on LinkedIn. So if you search for my name, Emily Leyland on LinkedIn or Laura Leyland or just Fresh Perspective Resources, then you will find us. We are literally everywhere on there. But you can find us at our website, which is www.fp, that is for fresh and perspective-resourcing.co.uk or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. We are everywhere. everywhere. Just stick us in Google and yeah, we will come up. So it is pretty easy to find us, but yeah. Where are you on for your tea? 
oh, I'm so bad at sorting my tea out. I'm absolutely terrible. But I've got a massage. I'm allowed my massage now. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm going for a massage at half five tonight. And I honestly don't know what I'm going to have for my tea. I'm terrible. Wow. Maybe some, some sort of chicken thing. I don't know. Okay. No, that's good. No idea. No problem. No right I'm up. terrible. Maybe beans on toast. Simple it's entirely up to you, isn't it? Yeah. Entirely up to I just you. booked a holiday, so I seriously need to... We've, me and Laura finally rebooked our holiday that we missed because of COVID. You work together, May. your holiday oh, together. Oh, everything. Yeah, we don't get bored of each other. Thank God. It's a good job we've got decent personalities. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> amazing. No, just, oh, thank you so much for having me. No, no, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to speak with the younger sister of, uh, of Fresh well Perspective. Well done, well done. Good plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have an amazing rest of your day. Enjoy your massage and whatever it is you have for your teeth. Thank you. Cheers, Emily. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the Business Problem Solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, Saying you know how to do it is not doing it.